Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You know, one year ago, um, I was at Fellowship Missionary Baptist Church, uh, my church in North Minneapolis, where we do a lot of our outreach and community work from. And um, we were doing our Thanksgiving basket giveaway, 350 uh, turkeys from High V with all the trimmings. Uh, we were passing them out uh, to families in need who uh, needed a meal for the holiday season and um, were unable to afford that for their families. And it was like one of the coldest days of the year. It was freezing. And it was so cold that even with hand warmers and gloves on, um, as I took those baskets out to the cars for the elders in our community, I could still feel it. It was cold, Um, but I didn't have to do it alone. Chief Brian O'Hara with the Minneapolis Police Department had probably about 25 officers there, and they were carrying those boxes and uh, baskets of of goodies and food out to the cars and the trunks. They were walking the neighborhoods for people who did not have cars to make sure that everybody who signed up and got one of those baskets uh, would receive them. And they're doing that again today. And and I just have to say, Chief, thank you, because last year was your first year, and I know you were, like, blown away by, um, you know, usually folks pull up with the 18-wheeler and give out frozen turkeys. But, baby, we got dressing and stuffing and green beans and canned uh, cranberry sauce. We, we put together all the trimmings. We want to make sure you have a whole meal, not just some meat. That's right. Thank you, Ms. Shaletta. Oh, my goodness. I I just can't thank you enough for the way that you um, are working to build community through events like this. Why is it so important that not only you come out, but you bring all those officers with you? Yeah, so we have our our recruits, our newest officers, officers in training. They've been up here this morning. Uh, Same thing again this year. And it's just, it's it's an incredible experience. First off, Fellowship is an absolutely beautiful uh, uh, congregation here, a very vibrant congregation. It's important in the community. And it's important for our younger officers to know right from the beginning that our role is one of service and our role is one that we're working hand in hand in community. So we're always thankful we get to be a part of, you know, community engagement and outreach activities like this. And, you know, people talk about how do we build the bridge? How do we rebuild trust? It's instances like this that are organic, that are real, where people can really come together and have some one-on-one dialogue and one-on-one conversation, isn't it? That's right. I mean, it's deep. 
uh, working hand in hand with members of the congregation here and helping out, you know, some folks, uh, some of our neighbors that are in need. And it's definitely something even for our more senior officers that come and participate as well. It's something that's just good for our souls, because a lot of times, you know, officers, especially today when we're short staffed, they're, they're only going into community a lot of, you know, call to call in negative situations. And it's just, it's good for our souls just to be present in non-law enforcement spaces like this and being hand in hand, you know, working with our community. And I have to talk to you about the officer shortage because um, one of the things that I'm probably most excited about is how you are working with Sergeant Kia Boyd and the women on your force to recruit more women. Uh, Sergeant Kia and Officer Crystal were on the show a couple of weeks ago. They went all the way down to Alabama, uh, Alabama A&T, a historically black college and universities, Mm -hmm. to recruit more women to join the force at the Minneapolis Police Department. It was all over TV in Alabama. Mm -hmm. Talk to me about those efforts and why it's so important that you reach out and try to recruit more women. Yeah, well, thank you so much for you helping us to, you know, spread the word of what we were doing. And we partnered with uh, HBCU uh, organization earlier this year, trying to get uh, students from HBCUs to come and intern with the Minneapolis Police Department. We were able to convince one young person uh, for her to come here, Um, but it it, it definitely took some convincing. Uh, But I'm thankful once she did, Sergeant Kia Boyd, Crystal, the other officers that work here, uh, welcomed her. They showed, they helped show her who Minneapolis really is because her mom, her family, everybody was nervous about her coming to the city and being an intern in the police department that murdered George Floyd, right? So um, in, in her words, she got a chance to see behind the curtain and see how the magic works. And she took that message back, uh, you know, back home to her, uh, you know, her university uh, and then helped try to spread the message there. Um, because, you know, obviously, Minneapolis, this part of the country, we don't have any HBCUs, but we definitely have a whole lot of folks from our community who go away to schools. So we're we're trying to reach out in different ways, both to, you know, increase the ranks as far as, you know, having more women on the force, but also ensuring that we're having, you know, more of our residents on the department as well. Now, last night, um, by a vote of eight to five, Uh, Minneapolis City Council voted down the tentative agreement with the Police Federation uh, to um, get that $15.3 million um, retention bonus that Mm -hmm. needs to come, um, according to you, to retain these officers, to, you know, increase the bonuses, to make it competitive in retaining new officers. Uh, Give me your reaction to that and then tell me what's next. Well, um, I'm hopeful. Uh, you know, the, the most important thing for me is this, this isn't so much about, you know, our officers at this point. This is about our residents, um, because th- this police department has been losing hundreds of officers over the last three years. We're down about 40 percent what we were in the start of 2020. And what that means is, like we're talking about today, there's just fewer and fewer opportunities for our members to engage in meaningful ways with community, which is the most important thing that we need to be doing right now to try and build and rebuild trust in places where we don't have. And we wind up being stuck in in a very vicious cycle where we're so short on officers that we rely so much more on overtime and mandatory overtime, which then causes the people that we have here to experience burnout, Uh, And then also causes young people 
you know, who want more of a work-life balance to not want to be a part of this job. Then at the same time, our community is less satisfied with the services that we're providing. Uh, so we wound up, again, just reinforcing negative perceptions why people, residents in our community don't want to join the police department in the first place. So I feel like we're stuck in a very vicious spiral um, and, we, and we just we just need some action and we need to make some investments to try and break out of it. That being said, there's a lot of council members that said that they are open to trying to settle the police contract, you know, soon and, and ensure that there's investments that way. So I'm hopeful that will happen because the, the Minneapolis Police Department today, I think, is the 18th uh, ranks 18 for starting salaries in the metro region. And we just got to acknowledge that, you know, the work here is different. It is difficult. The officers here are highly scrutinized. This is a very, very challenging environment to work in. And we need to make some investments if we want folks from the community here to be a part of a police force that, that our residents deserve. Chief Brian O'Hara with the Minneapolis Police Department. Thank you so much for being on the show um, in the midst of your community service with your officers out in North Minneapolis providing meals to more than 300 families in need. You took the time to talk to us about the council meeting last night as well as your efforts to recruit more women to join the force. I appreciate your time. Thank you. We love you, Ms. Shaletta. Thank you for everything you do. All right. We love you back. And you guys stick around. There's more to come. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Odyssey is giving you a chance to win a trip to London to see Taylor Swift at the Eras Tour. It's Tay in the UK. Hey, it's Taylor. Just download the free Odyssey app, log in and listen to a participating station for a minimum of 60 minutes to get your daily entry. And you could win a chance to fly off to London with three friends and see Taylor. I can't wait to see you at the Eras Tour in London. For more, go to odyssey.com slash Taylor. Tay in the UK. It's on the Odyssey app. Thanks to Republic Records. This is a national contest. Hey.